Hello, my friends, and welcome to another edition of Artifications, the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. To all my subscribers, thank you so much. If you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and do so. Leave a like, share, whatever you like. This podcast is fresh from a return from New Orleans where, amongst other things, over the span of a week, we conducted interviews with numerous fascinating people. Fascinating stories, great, great sources of inspiration all. I thought it might be fun to start with some New Orleans facts. New Orleans was founded in 1718 by Jean-Baptiste Lemoyne sur Bienville. At first, the community was nothing more than just a trading camp. Uh, from experiencedneworleans.com, basically, it was founded in 1718, and the community was just basically uh, along a curve just at the mouth of the Mississippi River to the Gulf. And the city was organized into a rectangular, fortified area that even till today is known as the French Quarter. And it's still laid out in a grid, and all the uh, streets are still um, named after French royalty for the most part. It was established as the French capital of... Uh, the French colony of Louisiana, and it actually moved to Baton Rouge in 1879. Interesting enough, Canal Street, once the widest street in the world, was named for a canal that was planned but never built. Very interesting, because Canal Street is one of the main streets in the newer part of uh, New Orleans, or what we call the American area of New Orleans as opposed to the French. And, you know, for decades it was the median's only use of public transportation. The Canal Street streetcars. Now the skyscrapers are very low. It's it's basically subject to many floods. And we did a whole documentary on the New Orleans art scene in 2019. I highly recommend you check it out. Check the link below. And while you're there, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Today we will be speaking with Anthony Campbell, or Tony Campbell, as you'll hear me refer to him. He's an associate professor at the University of New Orleans and the director of the University of New Orleans Gallery in St. Claude, on St. Claude, I should say. Tony Campbell was raised and educated in the UK, and he got his master's from the Royal College of Art in London. He's been quite busy here since he arrived and started the Good Children Gallery in 2008. And he came at the recommendation of Andy Antipas, one of my favorite guys in New Orleans, ran the Barrister Gallery for years. Tony Campbell works in partnership with the artist Matt Viz. Together they make generic art solutions, which has been working together since at least 2008 and has a body of work that really is so much about what New Orleans is, specifically their uh, playfulness with space. Given their current exhibition as part of Prospect, it's all so evident and so enjoyable. And their exhibition right now is what I want to focus on. First. I wanted to pay attention to the building that it's being hosted in. It's The Mint. I wanted to say a little bit about The Mint because it's really fascinating. According to their Wikipedia, uh, it was a, a branch of the U.S. Mint from 1838 to 1861. And then again, later on, uh, during its time, it produced hundreds of millions of gold and silver coins and it was decommissioned as a mint used by a whole bunch of different organizations. Since 1981, it served as a branch of the Louisiana State Museum system, and most notably now, it also serves as the home for the New Orleans Jazz Museum, which is filled with so many amazing exhibitions. Highly recommend you check it out. 
Its function as a mint has been a permanent exhibition in the first floor when you actually go up to buy your tickets. And it's really interesting how Tony Campbell and company created uh, an exhibition within an exhibition. It reminds me of when Banksy a number of years ago would sneak in his own art into a popular museum and just put it on the wall, put a little note next to it, make sure everything looked right and just walked away. This is the system that Generic Art Solutions used to work with the pre-existing exhibitions and the curatorial content. Upon entry, you'll notice this is a prospect exhibition. That is the triennial that's currently going on in New Orleans. But the exhibition itself is really fun the way it plays with history. With that, I'd like to step into the interview I conducted with Professor Tony Campbell. So, um, my name's Tony Campbell, um, and we're at the Mint. I'm um, one half of Generic Art Solutions with Matt Viss, and we have an exhibition at the Mint called Face Value. So, Matt and I have been working together for 20 years, and, um, and so 2020 was our kind of anniversary um, of that 20-year period. So, we wanted to make a coin, a commemorative coin. Um, we wanted to make a dishonest coin with one... One, a two-headed coin. One side would be my head, the other side would be Matt's head. And so we made that um, and we were like, well, we should show it at the Mint. And then the exhibition grew from that, that idea. And, um, and it seems like the pandemic made um, money a very big, obviously it's always what t turns the world around, but uh, money became such a hot issue when so many people were losing their jobs um, during the pandemic and um, and so we kind of in the show we have um, a jukebox with um, you know music in it and the idea is we're going to replace those musical like bought store bought songs about money and have local artists and pay them to um, record a song about money so and the musicians have been the most uniquely um, affected by um, the pandemic by not being able to work you know but artists like myself can hold up in the studio and pandemics can actually be somewhat positive in a way just for focusing inward um, whilst um, music isn't quite like that so we often use humor as a kind of a way to get at um, kind of our subject um, so you know we we did very much felt that the coin was a an object for a post-truth society right and so this kind of like dishonest coin that and it's a patriarchal coin right as many coins are um, so and the the you know older white white men like myself kind of in this world seem to you know be able to do things that others are not able to do you know at all and always they're always on top they they got they're flying to into this space as we speak right so well i'm you know i'm from the uk i'm born in london um and i um my late wife brought me to new orleans and um and she fell in love with this house and, um, and so we decided to um, kind of, we were living in New York at the time, we decided to, to move down here. We've been doing some trips. Um, I very much liked, I kind of tried to live in LA for a minute, um, but I loved um, New Orleans has a European flavor to it. Um, it has little centers, 
you know, each neighborhood has a center and there's bars and restaurants and places to get breakfast. And, um, you know, unlike some other places in America, which is more, much more car driven, you know, here you can really get around on your bicycle or walk. And so that, um, and how, how damn friendly New Orleans are. I mean, uh, you've been here a short while, but like, um, Everybody talks to you. Everybody says hi on the street. Your neighbors all know you, you know, and kind of they think um, it's certainly a welcoming city. And, um, and creativity is everywhere. I mean, everybody makes their costume for Mardi Gras. You know, like everybody's got a hand in the creative arts in some way. So, and that's, that was inspiring. So. According to its website, Prospect New Orleans is a citywide contemporary art triennial, and its decade-long history brings new art to an old city by inviting artists from all over the world to collaborate with the city in terms of spreading it through different venues all throughout the city of New Orleans. To further explain the dynamic scene that is Prospect, we turn it over to Professor Campbell. Um, face value was, um, is a Prospect satellite. So they, um, Prospect is supporting it with a small grant and it's curated, i.e. You, you, you apply for it and then, um, and then they, they approve it and kind of and support it. Um, in the past, um, satellites were much more free um, and it became so there were so many satellites it was kind of hard to navigate. Um, and so, so they've shortened that down and made, made more of a curatorial, um, the curators made a kind of, you know, a template for what they're expecting of these satellites. Um, so, so history is, you know, um, this show, you know, um, yesterday we said tomorrow. I mean, I think kind of um, New Orleans is always a big presence in, um, you know, in prospect. And, and kind of like in this reiteration, history as well. And so we kind of felt that this, in kind of um, seeding ourselves inside the mint, inside the, 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 the displays with the other um, artifacts from the history of New Orleans and the history of this building, which, um, which minted coins for, um, you know, for Louisiana, it minted coins for the Confederacy and the federal government. So like it's gone through, you know, different iterations of what nationhood is um, in, in Louisiana. And obviously, you know, um, the mint wasn't here before when the French and the Spanish were here. But um, so it's, um, yeah, so that's kind of, I mean, I think it's an exploration of that, um, this, this show. And we're also kind of, we're trying to link in the exhibition. This is now, the mint is now um, the jazz museum. So there's two different things. There's a, the, 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 the historic building of the mint itself and then the history of jazz, which is this birthplace of jazz. And so those two combining, so that's why we've put um, such an emphasis on music in the show as well. We do like the fact that coins are pressed and so are records, vinyl records are pressed. So we've have, we produce a, a, a record with NOCA students, um, which is our local high school, art high school. And they did, they did a pandemic lockdown recording of themselves, uh, make, and all of the songs are about money. And so, um, and so we kind of, we've got, you know, we have a local um, record press, New, New Orleans record press, and they made us some gold records, which was great for the mint. So um, we're, we're excited to have, um, be able to do that. We, we intend to make some more, um, more records for the jukebox um, moving forward. 
This is Prospect 5. Um, what it does for New Orleans is brings a, a caliber of international artists that perhaps wouldn't be here otherwise, you know? And so they, there's something different to, I believe, um, the kind of art you see at an art fair and the kind of art you see at, an, at, a, at a triannual. Um, they, you know, art fairs are not curated in the same way. They're curated and you're in a, fan, this is a fancy gallery, you should be in our art fair. Um, but they're not curated in, you know, quite the same way as, um, you know, like what we have in Prospect. So, so what we see in Prospect is a kind of flavor of what's happening in the art world globally. And so as a, I teach at uh, University of New Orleans and, and that's like invaluable um, to kind of show my art students what's going on in the world at large in many different countries, you know, and, and what, what, what's kind of happening, you know. And so it always is a, it always is a litmus test of what's happening in the art world. The St. Claude Corridor has been referenced in many a piece of music uh, throughout the years, and its history as an art destination mostly began after the Hurricane Katrina came through in 2005. So many artists were displaced, and in its wake, there was a place where artists could still come into an area and start their own movement. Professor Campbell enlightens us on its evolution. I think, um, so, with Hurricane Katrina, um, there was definitely a sense of urgency where people, um, you know, when, when everything was potentially nearly wiped out, like a, a lot of my friends lost their studios entirely. And so their in, entire work they had was gone. So there's definitely a, like, um, a feeling of, um, well, we better do this now because let's not wait till tomorrow. We have to do it today because there's a hurricane coming tomorrow. You know, there's going to be another one, you know, like, and so, and they're more frequent and they're longer, they're longer last, you know, we have longer um, hurricane seasons. So I think there's a, definitely a thing of like, of actually really, do, let's do it now. Let's make this happen now. And the, the St. Claude Art District came out of that, that feeling. And, but that, you know, it's been t 12 years um, now um, since that began. And so that, you know, that ramping up perhaps would have been um, something which you think maybe would be like, um, certainly was inspired by Prospect um, and being, being a presence, a local presence for art um, in Prospect. But at the same time, it's kind of, it's kept going, it's kept pace. It's, there's certain galleries, like I'm part of Good Children Gallery and the front across the street and Antenna Gallery have been kind of um, steady and, and consistent. And I think artists come here and they're excited to come to New Orleans because they see the St. Claude Dis Arts District and they see a possibility that that could be their work on the wall. And, um, and, and they could be, you know, um, and kind of expressing their ideas in, in this space. And, and we're hungry for new people to show every month. You know, like, so um, the, art, the galleries are not necessarily sustainable in the sense that they are commercially viable. They're much more artist-driven and, and run, which, which is kind of has good and bad. So it has, the, the good of it is that um, the, the dollar's not... Um, forcing us to do a show a kind of work we're very free 
so we can um, we share the costs and so that we can we can show whatever we want and uh, so there's no one um, there's no kind of oh we've got to make the rent because uh, luckily um, our rents are relatively um, you know okay and relatively stable um, we find find play people who have chosen places where are less stable or have harder time and so sometimes they they you know close um, because of kind of you know um, the rent going up or something like that but so far you know um, so um, we shall see right um, this experiment has been going a while we shall see if it keeps keeps going you know Thank you to Professor Tony Campbell and Matt Viz of Generic Art Solutions and everyone at Prospect and to everyone involved in this production. Visit us at artifications.com. Check out our hundreds of interviews on YouTube, including our multiple international destinations. We ask all kinds of questions and want you to get involved. New Orleans is a treat no matter when you go. What I really appreciated about this exhibition was its playfulness with space. I'm a big fan of molding history and art. That's always a winning combination in our book. Visit our show notes for details. Our goal is simple, to make the art world just a little smaller. Because you can't spell Earth without art. <laughs>